What do you think of the Pelicans? Uh, yeah. How many are there in a group? That's a great question. Have you counted them? No, because they're too far away. And they're so close together. Here they come. It looks like they're flying toward us. You know, they call a group of pelicans, they call that a pod. Does it tell you on this thing? No, it's just you just talk into it. It tells us how long we've talked. We've talked for 40 seconds. That's not very long. No. When you think of pelicans, you might picture a San Francisco shoreline or the Gulf of Mexico, but I bet your mind doesn't go to the Rock River. On this edition of Under Rocks, we explore a new phenomenon that's just been happening in recent decades, the return of the pelican to Illinois. We spoke with a pelican expert, and we'll even hear about a new pelican festival that's happening. But to start us off, we sent Under Rocks host Dan Libman to the banks of the Rock River near Oregon, Illinois, for some pelican reconnaissance. This is Under Rocks. This looks like you guys You guys are out here looking at the uh, pelicans? Yeah, they're spectacular. What do you think about them? I just never knew that there were so many of them out here. I, I've, I've seen the river lots of times, and I've seen pelicans out here, but never as many as, as uh, these ones right here. We were just talking to young Leo, and he didn't know. the. What number do you think is out there? We thought there was too many to count. I'm going to guess maybe 75 to 100. Wow. Yeah. That's probably about right. But in about three clumps. Yeah. They stick together. Agreed. Agreed. They call that a pod. What about you guys? You guys look like you guys are setting up a grill or something? Yeah, we're grilling some chicken, not pelican. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you are, this is Eric. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Eric. And he comes out here and looks at pelicans. How often do you come out here to look at the pelicans? Uh, Like number of times per day or week or month? You you, you tell us. (laughs) I just happened to be here yesterday, so not daily, but... Uh, so at least once a day, in the last two days? Yep, every day for the past two days. And do you always bring a grill like this? I don't want to talk about it. We let it in public radio, so we like to hear that. It's called ambient sound. <laughs> We're with some veteran pelican watchers. I'm going to... Excuse me, sorry to interrupt. Um, so you guys are out here looking at the pelicans. What are you? Uh, what are you seeing? Why do you come out to look at the pelicans? Oh, I love to watch them fly over the misty dam. What do you like about them? Why are they different from other birds? They pool together. They fish together. They fly together. They're friends. They're friends. They're yeah. friendly with each other. They're friendly birds. How often do you guys come out and look at the pelicans? Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday that I'm in town. Yeah. They're quite majestic. They are, and they only are here for a short amount of time, so I feel like you got to get your visits in with them while you can. Yeah, what is the season for pelicans out here in Oregon? Um, May, and it used to be just for a couple of weeks, but their migrations changed, and they stay here almost all summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, what's your name? Melanie Cozy. Melanie Cozy? Uh, Sam Shea. Sam Shea. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. But since you're a fisherman, I wanted to get... Do you mind if... Can I just ask you a couple questions? Sure. Do you mind? Okay. So, like, as a fisherman, what do you think of the pelicans? Do they bother you? Do you like them? Or... Well, they don't bother me. But yeah. they, they eat a lot of the fish, but I'm not sure of what type of fish they eat. Right. I mean, they're mostly top feeders, but okay. I couldn't tell you what that is. So do you think they're, they're, they might be competing for the same fish? That I'm trying to catch? Yeah. 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 What are you trying to catch? 
Ah, uh, game fish. Game fish? Yeah, northern uh, bass, walleye. And what else is out there? Catfish, flathead catfish, channel okay. cat, uh, carp, suckers, uh, what did I say, bass, walleye. So uh, what do you think they're catching? I, I honestly don't know. I've talked to other fishermen, and they think they're eating a lot of the white bass. Okay. You know, the, the white bass population isn't what it is years ago, but everything goes through cycles. Right. And that's not what you're looking for. Well, yeah, I keep them if I catch them. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, if okay. I get enough of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You... But, but no, I mean, it, it's wildlife, you know. It, it... Yeah. <laughs> you like seeing them out there. Yeah, they don't bother me one bit. Um, In fact, if I cast within 20 feet of them, they'll see that little splash and they'll head out. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's yeah. like you guys are all respectful of each other. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mind them one bit. Oh, cool. Okay. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Jeff, thanks very much for, for doing this with us. Um, I don't know if you listen to any public radio uh, podcast, but I, I love this one called um, Radio Lab, and they always have the person being interviewed state their name and their, their job title. So why don't you go ahead and do that? My name is Jeff Horn. I'm the district wildlife biologist for Joe Davis, Stevenson, Winnebago, Boone, and Ogle counties, and, and temporarily Carroll County as well for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. Okay, and this is where uh, Jad Abenrob will come in, and he'd say, "Hey, thanks for coming." Um, so we're, when we we reached out to you today to talk about the the phenomenon, uh, I'm calling it a phenomenon. I don't know if that's accurate of of the seeing pelicans on the Rock River, and it seems to me like maybe even five, ten years ago there weren't any, or there was just a couple, but now they're they're all over the place. We're we're chock a block with pelicans. Is is that a, is that your observations as well? Is that the official take? Yeah, they, they've. They've definitely increased a lot in the past uh, 20 years. Um, we've, um, it's been exponential growth, really. I pulled up some numbers knowing that I was going to be talking to you today. And, um, yeah, we, we've, we're seeing a, a, lot, a lot of growth in the, in the past. Since about 91 is when they started showing up in Illinois, and since then they've, they've really taken off. Uh, no pun intended. I'm assuming because they, they do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, leave the punning to me. So I, I guess my first question. I, I love seeing the pelicans, and I'm sure that you've gotten a lot of feedback that they're just popular. I mean, the the Rock River by me in Oregon, Illinois, and Byron and Rockford. Um, they're just people, especially on the weekends, just watching these majestic birds. They're they're really large. What happened in 91 exactly? Do we know why why have they started migrating here? Well, they were they were here in the past long long ago and, and like many other bird species they were affected by DDD and, and some other chemicals that uh, reduced their ability to to reproduce and uh, and they yeah, they were gone from Illinois for a long time. But then, with the restrictions on those chemicals and hunting, um, people thought they were eating a lot of the fish, so they they were shooting them. Wow. Easy targets too. Um, but then, with hunting regulations and and chemical restrictions, and they were able to rebound um, and start to move down south into areas where they where they had been in the past, and so. They started nesting along some islands in the in the Mississippi River and and back in the 90s and are really all over most of the state now. So it's 
that's a good uh, good feel good story, much like the bald eagle and some other species that have rebounded in the state. So there were specific like regulations that were enacted that had to do with uh, you said chemicals and and people forbidding people from hunting them that that helped them to rebound. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Much like the the eagle and, and some other cormorants are another example of birds that have with the restriction on the DDT chemical that they've been able to reproduce more successfully. DDT was a chemical used in Vietnam War, but it was also used in, as a herbicide in, in a lot of agricultural industries, but that, that chemical was banned back in the several, you know, many decades ago, and with that restriction, it allowed for for these animals to rebound. So this is more like what it looked like on the Rock River a hundred years ago, as opposed to being a new phenomenon. It's just something. It's going back to the uh, back to what more like what it used to look like. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of Aldo Leopold, mm-hmm. famous conservationist. He he writes about pelicans, and so we know that they were present uh, in in Wisconsin at least, and. And, and there's other accounts of them being here in the 17 and 1800s. So, uh, are they a friendly bird? Are they they seem pretty g- gregarious from the from the shoreline. But what would you say? Well, they're they're uh, they're colony nesters, so they they do tend to stay together in flocks. As far as human interactions, um, you know, I, I wouldn't approach them. They like any bird with a big bill like that. It can be a little they could injure you, so uh, I would just give give them some distance. They can defend themselves. Yeah, correct. Good. Yeah. <laughs> anything else about the pelican that we we I didn't ask you? Any anything else you want us to know about them? No, they will put about anything in their big beak. I mean, if you want something entertaining, you could look up uh, some videos uh, of them uh, trying to put a <laughs> pigeon in their mouth or something. Wow. <laughs> They're pretty uh, interesting creatures, but they're eating a lot of carp too. So that's so the fish that they are eating are 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 not usually game game fish. So those fishermen out there that are listening, it's it, they're not impacting your your fisheries negatively. If anything, they might even be helping by, by removing some of the the carp that are in are invading. So. Yeah, I noticed that at at the um, by the dam in in Oregon, Illinois. I don't know if you've ever been out there, but it seems like there are fishermen standing in their waders, and, and they're just going right up alongside the the uh, I almost call them cormorants, the pelicans, and uh, they seem to be coexisting pretty pretty happily. Yeah, good. Thanks, Jeff. I, we really appreciate it. And I, we heard that there's a, a pelican festival that's going to be happening in Rockton. I don't know if you're uh, you planning on heading up to that or oh. Okay. No, I wasn't aware of that. It sounds like fun. I'm telling you, pelican fever is sweeping the Rock River Valley, <laughs> north to south. Yeah, well, they're, they're a cool bird, and I have been out on the river a lot with a lot of people, and they are very excited to see them and surprised and didn't know that pelicans were in Illinois, so it's pretty cool to be seeing them again, and I think we're going to be seeing more of them the way the, the data is going. Oh, good. Awesome. I hope so. Thanks very much, Jeff. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Pelican Fest 
is a celebration of the American white pelicans migrating through our area in Northern Illinois and specifically Rockton and Niagara and Wetland Preserve and uh, a way to promote and create more awareness about the really cool, unique, historic downtown Rockton, Illinois. And it's a way to get, one of the business owners from Rockton started it last year. And it was a celebration of the fact, hey, wow, we have these pelicans in our area. Who knew? Kim Johnson, Director of Marketing and Membership for Natural Land Institute. Well, as it turns out, they've been visiting for a long time, but some people have just started really discovering them and just as another way to celebrate our community. And uh, we're going to have lots of shops and restaurants that have pelican themed specials and then we have some booths outside along main street and in settlers park so in a variety of kids activities and just different ways for people to engage in um with their family and friends when they visit downtown rockton and we have a free shuttle that will be taking people from downtown rockton to niagara and wetland preserve wildlife overlook where they can possibly see the pelicans and last year was the first year that the event started and NLI, Niagara Natural Land Institute had a booth and people were coming to the festival to see pelicans. They wanted to see them. And while we had a really, really cool looking paper mache pelican mascot there at the, in downtown Rackton, they wanted to see live pelicans. And so we directed them over to Niagara and Wetland Preserve and realized at that time that, hey, this is a really cool thing. People are willing to come out for pelicans. I'm super excited that we have a festival that is highlighting the American white pelican. Jennifer Kuroda, uh, president of Sinisippi Audubon. There will be some uh, guest speakers too. I'll actually be there to talk about the Rockford peregrine falcons, which have chicks on the, the news tower right now, right? And then we have Brian Holiday who is a wonderful photographer and phenomenal birder. And he'll be talking at the Calcott Free Library and leading our um, 7.30 morning bird walk out at Nigren. And then I also believe Who Haven is bringing the pelican that they rescued from the Rock River last year, Rocky. So I think, you know, the combination of speakers and booths and being able to take the shuttle and all of these activities to do is, going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it. Whenever I talk to friends who aren't that familiar with birds, especially, they are so surprised that we have pelicans in our area. And pelicans have been visiting our area since before Natural Land Institute bought the land for Niagara and Wetland Preserve in 2000, but they were visiting in small numbers. And then in 2008, there was a big flood at Niagara and Wetland. It was a big flood year, I guess. And there were some pelicans there. And then I guess in 2009, in April of 2009 is when they really started visiting in larger numbers. And that was when we at Natural Land Institute saw the impact of the restoration of Niagara and Wetland Preserve that we did uh, starting in 2000, really create that habitat that the American white pelicans need, which is some shallow water and big open areas and uh, Jennifer could probably talk more about their migration pattern along the Mississippi Flyway, but I, I think that it's just that creating more habitat has helped bring the birds to our area. It is interesting because when you look at any of the m migration maps 
for the American White Pelican, whether you're at the Cornell website or whether you're at the Audubon website. It actually doesn't even have Illinois in the pathway and they've been in the pathway now for a couple of decades. So they really need to update those maps. But the great thing about this bird too, right, is it's huge. It, they can weigh up to 30 pounds and they have this nine foot wingspan. So it's not a bird that is hard for people to identify like when you have you know, dozens of warbler species, which become very complicated to identify. You've got this great big massive bird that everybody can quickly identify and kind of almost relate to because they're kind of gangly and awkward and they're just fun to watch. I think it's just amazing that they've that they're here in in our area now and to be able to see them when they're soaring or whether they're working together because they do um, actually kind of do like a um, a collaborate when they hunt when they hunt in the water they kind of all swim together and kind of corral the fish into a shallow area so it's really a, a group effort whenever they do anything um, so it's it's quite amazing to watch these birds one of the places i've seen the most is and people go to see them is on the rock river by oregon there's a oh, dam okay. so you can okay. just pull over and uh, you can see them just as you're driving over the bridge into Oregon too. So yeah. it's really good news. The um, so people in the Oregon area can see them on the Rock River there, and I know in Rockford, downtown Rockford, oh. drive across the Morgan Street Bridge, you can see them on the north side of the bridge because it's a real shallow area and there's a sandy, um, sandy island there. And just a couple of weeks ago, I drove across there a couple times during one day, and it was so exciting to see a large flock of pelicans there. And and as Jennifer mentioned, they're really fun to watch fly because they soar and they have this really interesting, I, I would say a relax, when you watch them, it's so relaxing to watch them fly over you because they have such a beautiful pattern, uh, a soaring circular pattern of flying. So that's a really cool thing about them too. They're very, very aware of humans. So they, it was almost kind of like they give you the stink eye and then they kind of like, slowly move and float out of the way it was funny um, oh, that is funny <laughs> they're such massive like yeah there's such massive birds and you know I think in the in the during the mating season their beaks and legs turn a much brighter orange than the non-breeding season so um, it's super cool to see that and that little horn which is called a, a breeding horn that's on top of their bills is only present during the breeding season so in and you know you know as, as they've come back to Illinois you know, as Kim talked about, you know, seeing them here in the early 2000s, they used to be so rare up until that point that it was like uh, a rare species, right? And birders would chase them down to find out where the American white pelican is in Illinois, similar to like if a girafalcon or some other rare species shows up in Illinois, it becomes, you know, a big chatter in the, in the birding community and people want to go and see the, these birds. And um, that's the way pelican, the American white pelican used to be in Illinois, but now it's kind of fun that you, you get to see them. <laughs> Is there going to be a pelican cutout or a statue for the selfie crowd? So it sounds like there's a paper mache. There's that. And there's also a fabric, big stuffed fabric pelican um, at, at JR Finely Art studio and gallery in downtown Rockton and it will probably be right outside her gallery at her booth and then Jennifer can probably talk to you more about the mascot that we're going to have walking around in a pelican costume oh my gosh okay it isn't a yeah. party till the mascot shows up <laughs> that's right <laughs> I did have my my daughter try it on uh, last night it finally came I was a little worried right because when you order things 
from out of the country. You never know what to expect. <laughs> so it arrived and we have a very cool Pelican mascot costume that will be around for people to take their selfies. Oh, that's and good. we're also going to have kids activities with a couple that are very Pelican specific. We're going to have um, a contest or a game to, to feed the Pelican. And I have a lookalike Pelican that will be there to feed the fake fish into the Pelican's beak. So I'm excited about that because it's a, it's a trash can converted to a Pelican. And then, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I, it's really yeah. darling. Um, Jennifer has also a kid's activity. Yeah, I have a similar thing where you toss, it's kind of like the bags game where you can toss uh, a bean bag into a Pelican's mouth. Um, we'll be doing some stenciling on the sidewalk too. So we have some cutout Pelican stencils and sidewalk chalk. And of course we'll have Pelican stickers and a lot of um, fun little bird journals for kids. We had so many kids that stopped by last year. In fact, I think I went through over 30 of the our young birder journals that we have. So I ordered double this time. Um, so hopefully we'll have a lot of young birders in our future that come out and come to this festival. So you can shop, eat, go to a lecture, visit the booze, bring your kids or not, go shopping, just have fun, you know, with your family and friends. It's, it's, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a really great day. Just wander around and see what you can discover in downtown Rockton. Yeah, to, to take it back to the community, I think it, it's impressive to see a community get, you know, get behind a pelican. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's a good, good point, Sue. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's the village of Rockton is participating in planning this, as well as the businesses and um, JR finally, Art, Jill Martin Gold, the owner, is really, really driving this fast. She's the one that had the vision for it. And, and Jennifer from Sinistipi Audubon and and myself from Natural Land Institute, we're just so excited about being able to present this festival to the community. I, it's, it's a fun event uh, and I've really had fun planning it. It has been a lot of fun. And you know, it really ties into to spring migration too, right? Last Saturday was World Migratory Bird Day and um, Governor Pritzker also declared it Illinois Bird Day. So it, it fits right into the, the theme of springtime and migration. and and recognizing how important birds are to our community. Move over, bald eagles. The pelican is back and here to stay. Well, at least for the next few weeks. You can see the pelicans all around the Rock River in various Illinois waterways this late spring. They love hanging around that dam near Oregon, Illinois, where Dan Libman visited. And, of course, be sure to check out Rockton's Pelican Fest for a chance to see some there. That is happening tomorrow, May 21st at 10 a.m. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Under Rocks, and a big thanks to all of our Pelican experts and fellow Pelican lovers that spoke with us. As always, you can send us your ideas for what you think we should investigate next. What strange or unique things do you know about in northern Illinois or southern Wisconsin? Let us know by emailing rocks at niu.edu, and we'll investigate more. Find this full podcast and many others over on WNIJ.org. 
And we'll see you next time on another edition of Under Rocks from WNIJ. Thank you.